have to be conscious of the places where you're trying to prove your worthiness in your image, in the things that you achieve, in the way that you look, because those are all egoic things taking control of your life. You're listening to the Start Right Now podcast. I'm your host, Chloe McKenzie, and I'm glad you're here for the epic conversations that will take you from aspiring to actualizing your dreams. So if you're ready to get off the sidelines and finally launch your thing, let's get started right now. In today's episode, we are talking about ego and the places it may derail you from growing as a creative, as a business owner, as a partner in a relationship, and just probably generally as a human. It all started when I was having this conversation with my husband about something that I was working on. He offered some advice, a suggestion about what he thought I should do to make it better. Immediately, I had a reaction and a very light conversation quickly turned, and it ended with me feeling irritated, frustrated, and totally off my game for the rest of the night. You know those times where you have those conversations with people that trigger you and you're like, man, man, they just don't understand. Don't they know how hard I'm trying to get this done? I used to consider myself somebody who is sensitive. Still do. Now, those of us that find ourselves sensitive to feedback and criticism, I used to say to myself, oh, I'm just a sensitive person. And I used that for a long time to explain away why it is I could have an interaction with somebody that would totally derail my day after I was triggered by something that they said. I realize I've been giving myself the easy way out because it's not about being sensitive. It's about ego. Now for us sensitive people, don't let me offend you when I say this, but In the words of Beyonce, maybe you got a big ego. Yeah, I said it. All right, so hear me out. The times where we get triggered, it's because something challenges the way that we feel about ourselves. And the way that we feel about ourselves is what we call the ego or the ego identity. Things happened when we were children that painted the picture of ourselves and we carried that identity into our adulthood And now we're on autopilot with this narrative, right? We're trying to have experiences that prove our ego is right. We're trying to not walk into situations that disturb this picture that we have of ourselves and who we think that we really are. Now, I'm not going to totally trash ego here because it does serve some purpose. We all have an ego and it can be beneficial to your success. It helps protect your self-image and self-worth. It helps to really formulate your self-concept and it gives you something to anchor to. But ego is also the part of us that relies on labels. It relies on checking the boxes. It relies on often external things to validate how we feel about ourselves. It's how we look. It's anything that's happened in our life that's been used to validate why we think we are amazing and perhaps a little bit self-important the ego is not actually concerned with hmm, say processing what's happening in the moment with the real situation it's concerned with the image that we've had in our past and protecting it for the future we even hear this concept of the alter ego so taking on a new identity that gives you some sort of 
power, some sort of different perspective that allows you to, to do something more, that just allows you to perform in a different way. But if you don't have your ego in check and it's not balanced with times where you're checking in and being present to what's happening in the moment, your ego is going to be the thing that keeps you stagnant and keeps you from getting better and better at the things you're pursuing. Now I want to spend some time going through three ways that your ego is derailing your progress. Here we go. If you take offense easily and you're somebody who's constantly being hurt or offended, that is ego. Especially when you believe that you are the sole architect of your success. Everything that has happened for you happens because of you and you only. It makes it harder to address criticism and react when setbacks come your way. An inflated ego keeps us from learning from our mistakes because we're trying to deny them. We're trying to deflect from them and we're defensive. Remember I said we're trying to protect this image that we have of ourselves. If you're looking for reasons to be offended, you're going to find them literally everywhere. And you're going to be spending the time that you could be using to improve and take that feedback on, on being confrontational, on being in your feelings, on just being angry and upset and offended about something that somebody said. That's the first place. If you take offense easily, check your ego. The next one I know is going to hit it home for a lot of you. If you're trying to go at it alone on your pursuit, meaning you view everyone as your competition and you've got to win, but you can only do it solo, that is your ego, my friend. If you and a potential friend, partner, someone you come across has the same idea, similar mission, and your first instinct is how do I crush them, compete with them, and man, they're in my lane and you immediately feel threatened by them, that's your ego. You could be using opportunities to collaborate, to learn from each other, to share in your challenges. But if you're placing more emphasis on the fact that you want to be able to say you did it all on your own, that you are the sole founder, that you are the solopreneur, that you get the credit for the ideas and you're protective of, man, these are my ideas. I don't want to share them with anybody else or share in the success. That's your ego. The saying goes, if you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, go together. You can't win all the time. The need to win, the need to be first, the need to be first and only is a never-ending race. You will never win that race. Let go of that need for recognition and to be hailed as a hero. Have you ever been in an argument with someone, a long-standing argument, and you're upset with each other? But there comes to a point where you're annoyed, but you don't even remember what you were originally fighting about or arguing about, but it becomes more about you being right at the end of the day than it does about the issue in itself. That's your ego, the need to win. In a previous episode, we talked about being multi-passionate and having a ton of ideas. But if you've got ideas and don't actually launch anything, It's probably got something to do with your ego as well. Because what happens when we launch? The perfect idea that we have in our mind about all the ways it's so fantastic and everyone's going to love it. As soon as that launches and as soon as that is shared and people have a chance to submit their feedback and give you their take on it, we are exposing ourselves to the very real possibility that maybe our ideas aren't as good as we think that they are. 
But that's the whole beauty of being a creator. You have to give people the opportunity to interact with it, to be moved by it, to be offended by it, if, if that's your goal. That's the whole thing about making art and making things that people can experience, use. The irony is if you don't open yourself up to that judgment, be it good or bad, you can actually never move your mission forward. We can't create something that changes the world by doing it in a vacuum. Open yourself up to the opportunity to be proven right, but also don't be dissuade if maybe you're proven wrong. Now, not every type of feedback that you get should be considered and weighed in the same way. People are trolling you, probably not somebody that you need to take too seriously and thinking about how to improve. But if you get some feedback from a mentor, if you get some feedback from somebody who is professional or in the place where you strive to be, maybe there's an opportunity there. Even with the harsh feedback, consider what's the 2% of truth I can take from this, even if I don't totally agree. Now we all have something about ourselves that we are most insecure about. Think of it as like your big ego, Achilles heel, weakness, kind of the, the bullseye on the dartboard as the trigger point. If somebody was to give you some feedback, criticism, or judgment on this particular thing, it totally triggers you. Likely that started from something that happened to you when you were younger. It's how you were conditioned to feel accepted. It was a source of praise. Maybe it was getting good grades. Maybe it was having artistic talent. Maybe it was prestige and money. There are places in our life where we are triggered more than others. You're going to need to create boundaries for yourself so that your triggers don't suck the life out of you. But oops, each of us is walking around with a little trigger machine in our pocket called our cell phone with our social media profiles. You can go down the rabbit hole on Facebook and Instagram and follow people that inspire you. You want to have the body like that person. You want to be as smart as another person, as inspirational. You want to create a business like another person. Social media can be a great source of inspiration to help you get closer to where you're aiming for. But it's also something that has more of the effect of widening the gap between where you think you are and where you think you should be. Emphasis on should. If you're feeling triggered, a social media break is probably one of the first things that you can do to ease up on yourself. Now, if you don't want to be derailed by your ego and you want the opportunity to create the best work you've ever done, you've got to be open, you've got to stay present, and you've got to be willing to be vulnerable, be exposed. You have to be conscious of the places where you're trying to prove your worthiness in your image, in the things that you achieve, in the way that you look, because those are all egoic things taking control of your life. Here are a couple of questions you can ask yourself to understand if your ego is in the way. So is this really the way that it is? Do I feel that this situation implies that I am unworthy in some way? It's okay to be wrong. It's okay not to have it all together. And it's important to say, sorry, there's a real vulnerability in all of this. The biggest tip I can give you is to find different ways of measuring your progress. If you're competitive to win, be competitive with yourself and how many times you can fall and get back up. How many crappy drafts you can write knowing that with each one you're going to improve. 
how many rejections you can take knowing that every single one gets you closer to closing the deal or closer to the yes. How many times you can raise your hand and ask a question about something you don't know, knowing that better questions give you better answers. Don't let your ego stop you from being the best version of yourself. Humble up, get after it, and start right now. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in. If you are enjoying this content, it would mean the world to me if you could share it with someone who you think would enjoy it too. I would love to know what you think about the episode so far. Please take a moment, leave me a review on Apple Podcasts and tell me what you think. See you in the next episode.